welcome to a new episode of Randoming of the Randomness Podcast. I am your host, Carissa, and today we are talking dramas. <laughs> we're talking drama llamas, we're talking stuff that, uh, yeah, I've watched and dropped as of April 2021. I'm sure there will be more on this list as the year uh, goes on and more dramas come onto our screen. Um... But as of April 2021, these are the ones that I've decidedly decided they're not for me. Um, I would like to preface this episode with like a disclaimer. If you've enjoyed any of the dramas that I've mentioned here, uh, don't feel burdened by it possibly being like a negative thing because um, certain aspects of some of these shows that I've I've um, watched and dropped, I genuinely did enjoy, okay? Um, they're not bad shows by any stretch of the imagination. They just weren't for me. Like, they, I'm just giving, like, my honest, like, opinion on these, these shows. And, you know, it, it shouldn't be, like, a reflection of your taste. Because, like, hey, <laughs> you have your own likings. I have my own dislikes. So, you know, just don't, don't take it too seriously. This is just, like, a like an opinion thing um yeah i've only got three shows so this is not gonna be like a super long episode unless like i ramble on really long uh i'm just waiting to see how this these words are gonna like bite me in the ass (laughs) um yeah i haven't actually been able to check out as much shows as i would like to i have a few on um my to watch list that i'm actually quite excited about um but those are like korean dramas and so, yeah, I, I may get around to them um, at some point. But for now, these are the three. These are three Chinese dramas that I've watched and dropped. Um, all of the information that I'm going to be talking about in this episode, I'm going to be taking from um, my drama list. And um, yeah, all of you can find the information of the, on these dramas on my drama list. So yeah, I do hope you check these stories out. Because, um, yeah, if, you, if any of these things, like, interest you, just check it out. Just go. Go watch. Like, go do you, dude. Like, don't take my word as word of God. Formulate your own um, experiences and your own opinions. I fully welcome being contradicted. Um, so, yeah, without further ado, the first show I'm going to be talking about is The Story of Minglan. So, basic stats. Um, on my drama list, it has an 8.8 rating from a ratings, the ratings of um, 4,066 eh, 4, users. Yes. Uh, yeah. And um, it has 78 episodes. It started airing on the 25th of December 2018 and ended its air on February the 13th, 2019. The original network is Hunan TV and the duration of each episode is about like 47 minutes. So that's, yeah, you kind of have to put a bit of investment in this one. Um, it's also known as Concubine's Daughter, Biography of Minglan. Um, then it... Is an ad- it's actually an adaptation from a novel written by Guan Xin Ziluan. It has two versions, so 78 episodes for the TV airing and 73 episodes for the DVD version. Um, you can watch The Story of Minglan on WeTV, CN Drama, Viki, CN Drama, the, the Chinese version, and uh, 
another site which is CN Drama as well, and um, On Demand China. Okay, so it is subbed. Um, I watched this show on um, Astro On Demand uh, because I'm privileged enough that I have Astro On Demand, so I've been watching it on Astro On Demand. Um, yeah, like it stars. It stars. Hang on. It stars Zhenila Zhao as Sheng Ming Lan, while William Feng, Gu Tingye, and Zhu Yilong as Qi Heng, and uh, Carlina Zhang as uh, Sheng Ru Lan, Kira Shi as Sheng Mo Lan, and Chao Chui Fen as um, Old Mrs. Sheng, so the grandma. And yeah, like. The story basically is set in the Northern Song Dynasty and it's, it follows Sheng Minglan, an unfavored concubine born sixth daughter of an official. After losing her mother at a young age, Minglan was raised by her paternal grandmother. Growing up, she learns to hide her true genius self and use crafty and cunning methods in order to survive the tough conditions where family members are plotting against each other and where no actual familial love exists. She then meets Gu Tingye the second son of a rich Marquis household who is supposed to inherit wealth from both the parents and a noble title. Tingye, unlike Minglan, is straightforward with his actions and never hides his true self. However, he falls victim to all the planning and plotting against him and ends up losing everything. Minglan and Tingye join forces and through cunning schemes and daring endeavors, they both rise in position and work to obtain justice from those who have wronged them. Now, um, this show I knew about because Zui Long was in Guardian, uh, Zun Hun, um, as Shen Wei, and I was crazy about Guardian uh, in 2018. So I was like, yeah, boy, I'm checking this out. And uh, I heard that this, the production um, behind, the production team behind this show is the same production that was like backing Nirvana and Fire. So I knew going in that I would be getting spectacular visuals i was gonna get like really lush um cinematographically beautiful shots and i got that right um so yeah this is like my like reasoning for checking this show out and yeah i got that i got that i got um i i was very much fed in terms of visuals but in terms of the human drama, oh, none of it actually interests me. Like, I was not invested in the journey whatsoever. And um, I actually watched, like, the first eight, ten episodes. And then I decided, no, I'm, I'm not going to invest any more time. So I actually skipped forward <laughs> to Minglan and, and Tingye's like, um, wedding day. Because uh, there was one scene there with the grandmother, um, spoilers, um, where Minglan is about to leave the household. And as like, you know, once, you know, a daughter is married out, she's essentially part of her, her husband's family. And... Uh, her grandmother, who had raised her after the death of her mother, just grips her by the wrist and is just like, be well, and is crying. I started crying because um, as like a, a Chinese Malaysian, like these are still things that resonate with us because um, my I grew up in a like pretty much semi-traditional family. So, 
you know, these are things that we still, not to say practice, but we still do keep in the forefront of our minds when it comes to um, the wedding of your, like a, a female member of your family to her husband. And so I actually cried buckets. But after that point, after that episode, I just was not like interested in this show anymore. I was like, yeah, no, I came here for this. I got it. And that was pretty much it. I was just not interested in the plot. Like it, it, it tries to be really plotty, which I would not say had like sunk its claws into me. Like I just wasn't interested. And I know a lot of people do like they do like this show. Um, but it's just, it just wasn't for me, basically. Um, super, super side note and fun fact, if you don't know yet, uh, Zanila Zhao and William Fong, after the finishing, like, after they, they filmed this, like, after they finished, um, working together, they actually hooked up and they actually got married. Now they have a kid together. I thought it was really cute. Like, essentially, it was just this, like, they, you know, we didn't know that they were together and now they are like you know they're mar- they're like in wedded bliss and i thought that was really cute um yeah it was just like a super silly side note <laughs> yeah uh, i thought yeah they make a really good couple and it was kind of like a, a a bolt out of the blue kind of thing and like we we maybe for me because i don't really keep tabs on like uh the celebs ins and outs of like china so it was kind of like oh okay cool like they got married that's cute <laughs> but yeah yeah, yeah. So um, that's that on the story of Minglan. Now, the next uh, show I'm going to be talking about is The Sleuth of Ming Dynasty. Okay, so basic um, basic stats. Uh, there are 48 episodes in total. Um, it originally aired from the 1st of April 2020 to April 24th, 2021. The reason they could like hit this i think it was uh because they had the airing time of like wednesdays thursdays fridays and Tuesdays. and tuesdays it was crazy the original um network is it each episode is about uh 45 minutes long on um my drama list it has a rating of 8.3 from a um, rating accumulation from a thousand and fifty five users um it is also known as the story of Ming Dynasty, the 14th year of Chenghua, sleuth of the Ming Dynasty. Um, it, you can watch it on Viki. It's, it's, a, it's free subbed on Viki. Um, the main leads are Darren Chen, which, who plays Tang Fan, and uh, Fu Mengbo, who plays uh, Sui Zhou. Um, yeah, okay, this show. Uh, it's also adapted from the novel of the same name by Meng Zi Shi. I can't Chinese right now. Um, yeah, so basically it's story, it, the story takes place in 15th century China, where a quick-witted senior-ranking government official named Tang Fan takes a break from his routine activities in order to investigate a murder, teaming up with martial arts specialist guardsman Sui Zhou in a bid to solve the case. When the priest-loving landlord of the house... Tang Fan is renting is found dead. The duo investigates. It is, a par- it is an apparent suicide, but the investigative pair quickly realizes that something looks amiss. They investigate 
and eventually succeed in finding a suspect they believe may have killed the landlord. But they soon learn that this murderer did not act alone and is just a small player in a much grander scheme. As they dig deeper into the crime, the duo soon realizes that something very sinister is afoot, including a plot to launch a bloody coup. Can they stop the criminal mastermind before time runs out? So, yeah, I would say that this is like CSI Ming Dynasty, kind of. <laughs> it, yeah, uh, again, with this show, it is production quality off the charts. Very sumptuous to look at. The clothes are so textured. The costumes of this show is just so layered and detailed. I love it. I love the 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 production of this show. I think of the three that I'm mentioning today, the production of this show is the one that I, I enjoy the most looking at. Um there's so much life and vibrancy in this in, in the way that things are shot in this show. Um yeah, and the, the chemistry between the leads, really good. That was like what I, I um, came to the show wanting to watch, which is the chemistry between the leads. Um, I knew about the show in periphery because uh, people like Min Mo Yu and uh, Wei Long Fu, they talked about the show. Um, and I saw GIF sets on Tumblr. And so, yeah, it was really easy for me to just go like, yeah, okay, like I'm just going to check it out. It looks pretty. Um, and also... Darren Chen, uh, Tang Fan, had to go undercover um, for one of his um, like uh, investigations as a woman. And holy balls, Darren Chen looks so good as a Like, listen, bruh, like, holy balls, like, he looks so good. <laughs> I, I mean, it, yeah, he looks so good. Like, I was just stunned. Like, I had to pause the, the episode. Um, I just go like, holy balls, he looks really good. Sorry, oh, water break. Um, yeah, like, yeah, I love this. I, I, I really love this show for the fact that it gave me a lot of laughs. It gave me, like, really nice things to look at. So, yeah, I really, I enjoyed that. Um, now for the reason why I dropped this show. Um... Again, same case with the story of Minglan, I was not invested in the human aspect, the human drama. Like, because this show is like um, procedural, right? Like CSI Ming Dynasty. Um, you would think that they would have a way of like making you engage with the investigation. Um, I'm not invested in the investigation at all. A lot, like there were like so many episodes where they were trying to be plotty and smart and everything. And all I did was just like, I just skipped ahead because I just couldn't, I couldn't deal. <laughs> Cause it was just so, I, I just, I was bored. I was bored. I was there for the pretties. Okay, I was there for the pretty men. I got the pretty men. And what else do you want from me? So I like, I watched up to episode 29. Okay, like, that's, like, halfway through ready. I watched into episode 29, which is the episode where uh, Tang Fan had to, like, go um, undercover as a woman. And after I finished that episode, I was like, yeah, okay, I got what I came for. Um, I don't think I need to stay. <laughs> um, maybe in the future. Like, this one out of the three that I'm going to be talking, I'm, I'm talking today, um, this one is the one that, 
has a high likelihood of me actually revisiting on a different day and maybe continuing to the end. Um, because I definitely do enjoy like, um, uh, like, and like Wangzi, like uh, the story, like their interactions and stuff. Like again, this show, script wise, isn't bad. Okay, like when it comes to the interaction between the main characters, not bad. Got a lot of laughs. Got a lot of interest in that. Um, in terms of like, yeah, this, yeah, this. In terms of the just overarching plot, it just fails at that. Like there, these two. Um, uh, characters are supposed to be like the heroes and stuff but there's so much womp going on like they keep getting beaten and trodden down and it just feels like okay so when are they going to have like a proper win you know there's no payoff for all the like um hurt that the characters are are getting and it gets really draggy and boggy after a while and just yeah it was kind of like a, a turn off to me so i just didn't um I didn't, I decided like, no, like I'll probably need to get into like a different headspace to finish this. But yeah, I do hope one day when they're like, probably when there, there aren't like crazy amount of dramas for me to like follow. Yeah, I'll probably come back and revisit this again. Um, super, super side note that I didn't know until like I, I decided to check out some like trailer behind the scenes um, videos was that. Jackie Chan is one of the producers of this show. Like he had like a part, and it kind of shows. Like it made sense to me when I found out. I'm like, oh okay, like Chen Long's like involved, um, because the action scenes here, really good, very well executed, um, very engaging to watch. One of the high points of this show is like the the, the 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 action side of things. So yeah, so production again, really fed like. I was really, really fed, um, but yeah, in terms of the other things, no. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully I get to finish watching this one day. Um, and also like Darren Chen and Fumopo, like they need to be in another show together. They have like a wonderful chemistry with each other, like the long-suffering, uh, stoic Suizo and the, the, the cute, not really, okay, not really cute, lah, but um, cute with layers. <laughs> like I love it. I love that switch um that Darren Chan brought to this role. Like he plays it like that he's so um lovable and affable and just so um like cute and likable. But at the switch of a moment, if you hurt anyone that that you know is precious to Tang Fan, like he becomes this formidable court um uh, like courtier it's just oh it's wonderful to watch yeah okay basically i would say if you have to watch one of the three that i've dropped i would say this this is the one you should try i would still recommend it um but you know it's just not for me right now okay <laughs> um yeah and the third and final one that i'm going to be talking about today is one that just finished its airing not too long ago less than a month ago um, and it is kill killer and healer. Oh, I find I've I'm just I feel so bad even bringing the putting this on this list, um because I know a lot of people really liked it. A lot of people considered it like a really underrated like, uh, favorite of theirs and everything. But 
oh god um yeah basic stats killer and healer started airing march the 3rd 2021 and ended its airing on the 24th of march 2021 it had a crazy airing schedule which is pretty much basically every day of the week the original um network is mango tv and each episode is about 40 minutes long um yeah you can watch it on mgtv drama channel and also on mgtv i have seen episodes of it on um youtube i don't know if it's like subbed or not um but yeah like on my drama list it has a rating of 8.1 from 415 users. Um, it stars Mao Zedong as Jiang Yulo and Ian Yi as Chen Yuzi. So yeah, again, this is another drama that was like in the periphery of like my consciousness, kind of. I knew it was happening. <laughs> um, and like, yeah, but none of my mutuals actually watched this one, I think. I think a lot of them kind of just gave up. And some, like, some, like, um, Min Moyu kind of just, like, yeah, read the description. It kind of gives off, like, what's going to happen in the end. It spoils the ending, pretty much. Um, so this is um, a story that follows two men who are polar opposites. One kills while the other heals. Uh, one is a violent cop and the other is a compassionate doctor. And together, they support and redeem each other during troubled times. So Jiang Yilo heads the Jingcheng um, police station and appears neither good nor evil, yet smugglers tremble at the thought of him. While investigating an opium case in Hong Kong, Yilo encounters Yuzi, who learns that Yilo suffers from bipolar disorder. Although initially reluctant to undergo treatment, Yilo eventually opens up to Yuzi, and despite their differing values, they slowly become friends. Meanwhile, warlord Zam Junbai, Tycoon Zhao, Jingming, and rogue gangster Zhou Huo continue to make trouble, even attempting to murder Yulo. At this time, the secrets from the past start to bubble to the surface. This is... Yeah, this is set in like the Chinese Republican era, so the previous, like, the story of Ming Lan and the sleuth of Ming Dynasty, those were like set like way back when um this is more in the republican era um yeah something i forgot to mention uh just a super 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 serong like like side note um sleuth of Ming dynasty and killer of healer uh, killer and healer uh they are considered like bromance but the Sleuth of Ming Dynasty was actually adapted, like the book that it was adapted from, the novel, is straight up BL, right? It's a slow burn BL. And um, yeah, I didn't mention it in the previous bit, but uh, yes, that, yeah, it's like a proper BL, but they bromance the whole thing, but you can still get the homoerotic like, subtext. On Killer and Healer, Apparently, the homoerotic subtext is like a little bit more prevalent. I don't know. I've seen like the the clips of the scenes that didn't make it to air. Um, I'm I I don't know how homoerotic it is, ah, but it just uh, yeah, just more touchy feely skinship kind of thing. Um, okay, I dropped the like full disclosure. I dropped this episode like not even into episode one. It just did not. It did not hook, line, sink on me. It did not, like, in any way make me want to stay. 
okay like i've seen so many people just like saying it's so good it's so good like it's like really like underrated like more people need to watch it it's really good um okay i gave it like one episode only because i'm a firm believer in first impressions if you don't sell your show to your audience then there's really like what are you doing like sell me your show sell me your concept sell me why i need to stay with this show don't tell me i have to wait until episode two to figure it out don't tell me it's gonna pick up um after like how many x amount of episodes no do not do that never do that okay like that's that's just horrible expecting your your audiences to kind of invest um, just because of visuals and stuff like honestly speaking the visuals of the Chinese Republican era dramas aren't the type that interests me a lot like yeah I'm just it wasn't it just wasn't for me I don't think I'll be um, picking this one up at all I, I don't think I'll be revisiting it yeah I just it's just not for me again not for me. I'm very sure that there will be people who are like, no, but it's so good. Like you should, like you should watch like this particular scene or whatever. No, son. Like it didn't sell it to me. Therefore, I'm not buying. You know. Again, person. Again, this is like personal opinion. Like you are free to this. Like agree with me. It's just. This is just not for me. Basically. So yeah. Um. Yeah, that's just pretty much it. I think. Um. I I am currently still rewatching uh Word of Honor with the YouTube uh release. Uh I'm planning on checking out Vincenzo. Um yeah, like Beyond Evil looks kinda good. Might check that out as well. Uh yeah, like my I've got a colleague at work who keeps telling me that I should watch uh, Crash Landing on You because apparently that's really good. Uh, I watched one episode of that as well. Like, this is an informal drop, okay? Uh, I watched one episode of that and just wasn't doing it for me. I might check it out again because, you know, uh, the hype has to come from somewhere because I've, even I've heard, like, of, um, you know, Crash Landing on You. Like, it was really huge when it first came out. So, yeah, that one is something I will be checking out. That, this is, again, I'm not counting this as the dramas that I have, I have dropped as of April 2021 because I haven't really officially dropped it. It's still on my Netflix to-watch list. So, yeah, that's that. Um, yeah, like, what dramas have you guys been watching? What dramas have you guys been dropping? Um, a little more Drama Lama news. Freaking... Immortality, freaking How You Sing is not dropping in April. The most feasible time we're going to see it is after this um, April, like this sort of patriotic period, because this is the period in, in Chinese drama land where the dramas that come out are more focused towards like patriotic themes, more focused towards the here and now and, you know, the, the like, yeah, more patriotic themes um so we probably won't see how you sing for a few more months yet but 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 you know hope against hope we uh, you know hope against hope i'm hoping against hope that they still manage to make it um to drop it like 
within this month, we can still get like a stealth release because there is too much um, investment in immortality to actually have it like delayed, okay? There is so much cons in terms of uh, delaying it because there's a lot of brand sponsorship, a lot of endorsement deals, everything that is like tied with the release of how you sing. And to delay it would mean a lot of like shareholders and stakeholders in, in how the how you sing drama to you know, lose out. And that's not what Tencent would want. Like logically speaking, if we look at it that way, it's not what they would want. So I'm pretty sure right now they're working behind the scenes to try and rectify this as soon as possible. Because um, if I'm not mistaken, the official uh, reasoning as to why it got like delayed is that it couldn't pass censorship. And now that I'm also like aware that there's some discourses about uh you know some fans are just blaming the popularity of word of honor um for being the reason that how we sing got like delayed and everything <sighs> i don't want to go into that because it does my nut in okay it just makes me so mad because these people wow your logic stands wow stands your logic is so impeccable so wonderful you guys you guys are so smart sarcasm sarcasm <laughs> But yeah, um, basically just that. Uh, if anything changes in terms of immortalities, like release date, if it gets dropped in the middle of the night, which I'm still hoping for, um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Maybe I might do like a short little episode on my thoughts about the whole immortality thing. We shall see. Um, but for now, this is where I will love you and leave you. I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you guys are doing okay um please be safe please be safe please be well look out for one another always above all else be kind i wish you guys a wonderful day ahead night ahead week ahead weekend ahead whenever you're listening in bye <laughs>